What's going on, everybody? Welcome and welcome back to Real Reality Realness with Cherie Laveau, the podcast where I, Cherie Laveau, dive deeper into reality television than most people watching feel is necessary and ask all the questions about what they don't want out. Today, we're going to be diving into the real reality of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and we're going to be doing it with my good friend, Martinis with Eddie. He's back on the pod today to discuss the season 12 reunion trailer, Kathy Hilton clocking in and earning every dollar of that $2 million she allegedly held out for to come back on this season, how we feel that Lisa Renna is the Swarovski crystal that's spoiling this batch of diamonds, we're going to talk about the Bubbles and Birkins party and how I have not had this much anxiety watching rich women spend money in years and a whole, whole lot more. Lock in while I clock in, because baby, we are getting into it. Okay. Hi, babe. Hi. What? What the hell you done let the girls lose? Like, you done let the girl like, you done, did you go on vacation? Did I go on vacation? No. The girls are running amok in Beverly Hills. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a whole shit show. I'm kind of, I'm kind of loving it though. I'm enjoying the mess. Listen, I, the shit happening off camera is so much better than the shit happening on the show right now. Well, I will admit that from what it looks like in a, in the last episode, from the Bubbles and Birkins party to the to to the confrontation between Kathy and Brenda, it looks like it got good towards the end, and they getting ready to set it the entire fuck off at this reunion. Yep. Talk to me about this trailer. As the king, hey King of Beverly Hills, what the hell y'all got going on over there? Well, uh, finally somebody said what needed to be said. Lisa Reyna is the biggest bully in Hollywood. Everybody knows that. We've seen it with our own eyes. For the past, uh, she's been for what, six seasons now? Uh, actually, no, seven seasons now. Uh, and each season is a new person. And what I hate the most is when somebody uses somebody's trauma as a weapon. You know? Yes. And, and, I, I posted it before, even Eden Sassoon, somebody who was, a, uh, she was, you know, dealing also with uh, uh, recovering, you know, from, you know, her own demons. And, and Lisa Rena used that to um, to get her against Kim Richards, you know, that she had that vendetta against Kim Richards. And um, uh, over the years, we saw the whole Yolanda thing and we saw the LBP thing and then we saw the Garcelle and Sutton in the latest season and Denise how can we forget Denise what she did to her too so um, yeah I mean it was time for somebody to call her for what she is and I know there's a lot of people out there saying that oh Kathy is not a good person I'm like I don't care about that part what I care is about the fact that we have been dealing with this person talking about Rena on our TV screen being completely problematic and getting away with it and even before Housewife she was extremely problematic and um, 
I'm pretty sure you know, you know, she was part of The Apprentice. Uh, she mm-hmm. was harassing Star Jones. Uh, you know, she said extremely problematic things to the, uh, a TMZ reporter at one point. So mm-hmm. I'm happy that somebody is gathering this information and finally throwing it to her face because she needs to remember that we don't forget. And, exactly. you know, like some people also on the Twitter world are saying that people are hearing for uh, Kathy because she's saying what the Twitter fans uh, have been saying for years. Say, yes, exactly. That's exactly why we're happy. I mean, that's not a bad thing how they're trying to paint it. Somebody needed to remind her that we as viewers remember and we're not forgetting what has been done. So that trailer, when she mentioned LVP in that moment, I literally screamed so loud that my husband had to run down the stairs to make sure that I was fine. <laughs> he thought you that's had fallen epic. and get Yeah, that's how epic I thought it was. I mean, I, I my heart literally stopped right there and I was like, okay, this is given everything I needed. I was like, wait a goddamn minute. Listen, if this is what they paid Kathy $2 million for, they they she she earned every goddamn penny of it in this reunion. I don't give a damn. At this point, as crazy as Real Housewives is, I don't give a damn if she didn't do shit else. I don't give a damn if she did throw the tantrum. I'm not going to say I don't give a damn if she said problematic things, but I don't give a damn if she did show her ass. At this point, the way she cleared Rena ass at this reunion... Yes. That performance alone was worth $2 million for me. I mean, and don't get me wrong. If Kathy Hilton said something problematic, either racist or homophobic, yes, I want it to be exposed. Call but it out. Al- but also, I needed to come from somebody who actually has done the work to do better and grow. Lisa Rena being the moral compass that she wants to pretend to be and saying on the last episode that she doesn't speak about it, she can get cancer when there's actually people with cancer out there, you know, dealing with it. Not because she, they didn't talk about some gossip in Aspen, but because, you know, they have to do with the illness. That was so tone deaf. So for yeah. people to be saying that uh, Rena is so traumatized and, and oh my gosh, poor Rena for what she went through. I'm like, no, Rena has put people through wars and now she's acting like she's some kind of moral compass. That's the part that I do not get and I, I'm not going to upset because, Let yes. Let me tell you what makes Rena so problematic for me. It's the same thing that made me say, fuck Leah McSweeney. It's the fact that she's using trigger words and using trauma responses and using things like mental health and abuse and racism and homophobia. She's using all of this triggering and gaslighting language to, to, she's using selective outrage to gaslight the fans into hating Kathy Hilton, all of a diversion tactic to get away from Erica. For me, that is just as low as Phaedra using for using Portia to accuse Candy of being a rapist. It's like, how far will you go? How How far will you go? And the fact that the fans are sitting here and eating this shit up when Rena is basically using y'all to to manipulate what's happening on camera. 
That's right. She knows how y'all are going to respond to the shit that's happening on the show when it airs. So she's using very try to keep a response from the audience as you're watching it and the fact that she's using things like 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 abuse trauma uh racism homophobic like all of this type of shit she's going for what y'all want to y'all want to divert the narrative from erica this bad that y'all are willing to trigger and trigger and use the most trauma responding trauma sensitive language on this show just to take down Kathy fucking Hilton? Yes. And she has been doing it for many seasons. I mean... Every season. Yeah, maybe because we didn't have social media before to the way that we have it right now. We actually speak our minds and we have grown as society because even six years ago, it it sounds recent. Even seven years ago, it sounds recent. But mm-hmm. we have we, we, we weren't at the same place that we are right now when it comes to be, you know, aware of, you know, trauma and mental health and you know and racism. We were in a different place. People were not as outspoken. People think that that's something that's been happening for decades. No, it's not. It's very, very recent. If mm-hmm. if you watch shows in the early two thousand, every single show is problematic. Because every single one. Every single. There's there's no one who can say you. Well, this this is not. No. Every either 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 was extremely whitewashed, or was uh like casually racist, or you know using racism as humor, uh homophobia as humor, and we laughed about it because including myself, I used to watch you know like you know movies like American Pie and all these movies which are funny. Mm-hmm the time but if you watch it now like i was like oh my gosh i was literally laughing at homophobia thinking that it was funny you know i'll give you a prime example that that has to do with reality tv the bad girls club that's right the early seasons of the bad girls club specifically the first three seasons that i can recall from recent memory because when i went back and rewatched it that was all i could stomach was the first three seasons well the first two and a half seasons because i didn't even finish season three Every single season, they brought a racist white girl on here who would come on and complain about going to an all-black club because she felt uncomfortable being around predominantly black people. Yet, the yet the one or two black girls on the show are in a house with four or five other white girls where they are consistently in the reverse ratio and expected to just act like shit is normal. Yeah. Like, it was just... Like, to the point of in season two, they had a girl literally use the N-word on the show, get called out for it, and then it's just swept under the rug. And then there was, a, like, it, 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 it's, oh, God. Just gross. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. And, like, I, I understand that people are, like, you know, upset about, you know, wanting to know and, and what was said. But like I said before, if there was something said, it needs to be, uh, you know, exposed or or uh, or have her uh, be accountable for her words. That's that's completely okay. But you're not gonna tell me to believe Rena's word when in the past few seasons since she got on, she has she, she has weaponized every single trauma, like you mentioned, every word. Like you know, alcoholism, drug drug addiction, eating disorder, homophobia, racism. Uh, when she has a past of glamorizing 
homo I mean eating disorders she has a past of homophobia she has a past with um racism and casual racism on TV not even like like on the hush hush she was on TV you know, literally in basic fucking blackface exactly and she was also like you know she sat down with I remember when she sat down with little John and he said why do you know black folks are so loud or want to be so like uh, open spy on TV all the <clears throat> stereotypes all the stereotypes and all the stuff that now we know is not correct and steam from racism she did all the stuff and very casually with a laugh in her face with a smirk that she always does and and she thinks she's she was being funny but it now pretending to be the person to call out racism and homophobia no i'm not buying that i don't not believe it i don't believe it i feel like she is using every ounce she has to like squeeze the story to save her career kathy hilton said it her control is up um uh it was gonna be up for like discussion and mm-hmm. she, she felt like she was gonna use her to keep that contract which she might because based on what i'm seeing and the way the, the bravo is responding and, and the way they end the response to all this stuff like i, I appreciate andy for creating the, the housewife universe and bringing so many people together uh in the bravo uh fandom but i mm-hmm. i do not appreciate how he handles a lot of the problematic issues in those shows he has no idea how to handle them you know and he lives for and he lives he, he lives like like people um uh get away with stuff like that he lived for the drama he yes. enjoys the drama so he needs to stop acting like a fan of the show and more like a boss who runs a business that is extremely problematic for the You know, it, it, it just like it really it really upset me like when when I see like I just saw a tweet right now or or an Instagram post where he is clapping when you know this one post something like the the biggest bull in Hollywood or whatever and he's clapping under the comment I'm like are you kidding me like are you really um uh kind of like uh, applauding this person and, and and like cheering her up on and and being problematic like i just don't get it honestly it's upsetting because it showcases the problem it's not only uh rena but also um the people who allow her to have a platform on tv one 100 and i'll give you two reasons why i call bullshit on everything that rena is doing and saying right now one because wasn't this the same woman last season that the only black woman on the show said that she was told that Lisa Renner was the person that said she didn't want race talked about on this show exactly so why would I believe anything that Lisa Renner have to say about race on TV first of all that's right and then second of all I don't believe a goddamn thing that Lisa Renner is saying because weren't y'all the same people who called out Crystal Kung Minkoff earlier in the season for saying Sutton said something so problematic that she didn't want to repeat and y'all called bullshit on that but yet I'm just supposed to believe everything that you're saying about Kathy exactly that's right and yet and yet with Crystal we saw the whole goddamn scene of what happened with Crystal and Sutton yeah we saw what happened 
we ain't got no mic, we ain't got no camera, we ain't, we ain't got no sprinter, we ain't got no iPhone footage, we ain't got no hot mic, we ain't got nothing to qualify anything that Lisa Renner is saying, but yet you're sitting here saying that she said things that are so horrible that you don't even want to repeat. Yet you called bullshit when Crystal did the exact same thing to Sutton earlier this season. That's right. Oh, Goose, meet Gander. How y'all doing? <laughs> No, ma'am, you're not going to get past me. I'm Housewives Human Resources. I don't play that shit. No, ma'am, you're not going to sit here and try to pull the same moves that you call girls out on. Y'all been trying to pull that shit all season. Just like like with Erica, I said it before. Y'all been sitting here and excusing the same behavior. Y'all nailed Brandy Glanville to the... Y'all held Brandy accountable for the same shit that y'all are excusing Erica for. So, make that make sense to me. And and you said something very interesting, and I've been saying that for a long time. I'm I'm no Brandy Glanville like like super fan, but I said this before. These ladies, uh, especially the the ones that are part of the the, the four flags, whatever, they were so hard Fox on her bad. for just expressing her sexuality and being you know sexy. And, and young and, and wanted to have fun and whatever. And then Erica Jane came around doing the same and even more. And she was and like, she was like, fabulous. Like, fabulous, exactly. That's right. Why? The, Why? the hypocrisy of it all. Why? Because Erica had a husband. Erica had money. Erica had a fabulous life to back up her being this thought ass, tramp ass bitch. But yet Brandy does it and she's broke because her husband cheated on her and left her for a more famous woman. And now all of a sudden she ain't shit. Now all of a sudden she's just a drunk, messy bitch. That's right. No. I've been calling bullshit on this. I've been calling. Listen, call me what you want. I say that I don't really stand for anybody except Eileen Davidson. But I, but. Right when it's right and wrong when it's wrong. I, I feel like Brandy deserves a lot of apologies when it comes to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I feel like she was unfairly judged, unfairly held to a different standard in the same way that I feel like Candace is held to on Potomac. The difference is colorism plays into why Candace is held to a different standard. And the difference is with Brandy, money was the difference with her. Classism. 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 That's exactly what it is. Yeah, and and um, especially with the trailer that we just saw just now that I'm so excited about this reunion. I feel like we're going to have so... We're gonna have so much tea to talk about, and I'm happy that somebody's opening that can of worm from the past seasons because it needed to be talked about. I've been saying for for many seasons, so many people got away with the way the um, they were pushing out, you know, all the housewife of the show. Uh, it's true. Finally, somebody said it. Rena play a big part, if it's not most of the part, for LVP living Beverly Hills. I mean the show, yeah. not, not not her town because that's her town. Let's not forget that part. Period. Uh, uh, but it, she did play the biggest part of it all. People don't see it, don't want to hear it, and it's fine. I I, I I said to you this last time that we spoke. You know, mm-hmm. the plan of Poppygate was not created by LVP or her team. It was created by Lisa Rena and Erica Jane. Yep. 
and I'm happy that this is like happening on our TV when we saw now we saw that clip of Erica a clip of Erica's publicist Twitter Twitter and I mean uh, texting war by war what they were talking about and and, and the worst part audio. and the worst part is is that um Erica wants to play this like, oh, I don't know how to do it, and, and my publicist didn't do it, but we saw her in the previous episode with her publicist talking to People's Magazine about what happened in Aspen. And like Kyle said, and it's true, because I remember when things were happening, even before we knew about the whole Kathy Hilton situation, because I remember what happened clearly. I remember seeing the, 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 the post of them going to Aspen. Then the next day or the day after, I saw Kathy Hilton posting on Rick Hilton's, like, come get me. There's something happening. Get me out of here. He, she was trying to, like, contact him. I guess his phone wasn't working or he was sleeping or whatever. It's just she, she went on his Instagram asking him to get her out of Aspen. And yeah. then, like, the next day, we saw the whole entire thing on all over the blogs randomly and i'm like hmm the way that it just went viral did not make any sense because it didn't with an entire story exactly so uh people forget how it happened because maybe people like are watching the show and going by what the show is saying but we also need to see how we as viewers saw it played out because we've been talking about this aspen trip even before this show started exactly because it was all based on rumors and allegations that came out of nowhere this was the big storyline that leaked that got us excited for the season that's right and then when we saw the trailer we finally got to see that Rena was the one involved on the whole thing because we didn't know who was involved we only knew that it was uh, Kathy Hilton having some sort of meltdown and some slur was thrown to somebody and I remember the first person that was like kind of allude that it was being called the you know the F word was uh, Sutton's assistant which mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I, knew, I I I knew that was not true and I, I and I said before I'm not gonna say how I know but I can confirm 100% that Sutton's assistant was not uh, you know calling any slur and then he went out and said like Kathy, Kathy has been kind to me and this is all not true like he has to like, say it so honestly like this whole situation has been has changed so much and been manipulated so people believe that something extremely extremely damaging was said in Aspen when all that happened and I'm, I still I, I still can say this with like an open chest I all I think is that Kathy Hilton got drunk. Uh, the whole trip and all the interaction with Kyle before were triggering to her, and then she said too much. Yeah, Lisa Rena, and Rena took that as an advantage. She knew that she could use the information against Kathy Hilton, but she did not calculate the fact that Kathy Hilton does not play. Period. She said, I'm not playing with you, how I'm going to expose you in, in the process, too. Like, the way the way that she sat down at that reunion in those five minutes, that we, those, like, two seconds that she was on the trailer saying, calling her a bully and, you know, asking for, you know, 
what she did for you know what she did to Kim and what she did to LBP, you know that she did her research and she knows what she's talking about. Exactly. Know? I just it just it just, you remember last time we got on the phone and I said something to you about everything that Kyle and Lisa Renner are known for doing in the past that we've loved and embraced them for doing they've done so sloppily and so wrong this season that this is what we hate them for this shit with the publicist leaking is exactly what I'm talking about because y'all wanted to sit here listen y'all wanted to sit here and clock Lisa Vanderpump for sitting here saying, oh, I don't know how the story got to Radar Online. I, who on my team would do it? Y'all was all up John Sessa's ass and all on his Twitter feed talking mm-hmm. shit to him, talking about, oh, he's going to be the star of Vanderpump Dog, which, I mean, it ended up happening. But, however, y'all were making it seem like, oh, there was no way that she couldn't have known, including Erica, talking about, there's no, how is how does this person work for you and you don't know what they're feeding to the blogs or like why do you have these untrustworthy people around you and now years later once again the same shit i'm talking about y'all are gonna sit here and erica is gonna try to do the same thing i'm talking about what what do you mean my publicist i can't but somebody in my team i don't know they, they would never do that what do you mean i don't know anything about this what are you talking about you're gonna have to show me what you're you're gonna have to send me what you have bitch what do you mean if, if you sat here and sat in my face, let's just, me and you, me and you, we on the show, right? If yeah. you sat in my face and said my publicist leaked to the blogs all the shit that was going on in Aspen when all of this drama was happening and to the point of falsifying statements about your sister and we're supposed to be friends, I'm going to be like, don't send me shit. Bitch, show me right now. Show me show me because I'm gonna fire his ass I'm gonna cuss him the fuck out How, like 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 what like I had no idea what the fuck show me show That's me right. because I had no idea like 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 we're gonna handle this right now we're we're gonna handle this right now on camera I'm gonna call him and fire him right the fuck now you're my friend I would never want that to happen to your sister I have no problems with Kathy let's figure this out right now Erica was too motherfucking calm why because she was not surprised at all by that information. Mm-hmm. She was not surprised at all by hearing that 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 her publicist leaked that information. Why was she not surprised at all? Because she knew that it happened. That's right. I she agree 100%. She knew that it fucking happened. Like, this is, this, this like, 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 you can't, like, she may be ice queen, cool as ice, da-da-da-da-da, but at the end of the day, she, she can react to, to somebody making a, making an, and um, a a a reference to her son being murdered as an example of something bad not happening. She can react emotionally to that, but she can't react to somebody saying that she was directly connected to leaking stories. Yep. After blatantly denying it, oh, that that doesn't make any sense. The math ain't mathing. The math ain't mathing. That's right. That's the best way to put it. <laughs> The math ain't math and shook, and I need some answers because I I was good in math in school. That's one thing I was good at was math and debate. Okay, so here we are on a podcast where I'm dispelling these girls' bullshit ass stories. Um, 
I, 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 it just doesn't make any sense to me. It just doesn't make any sense how they think that, like, they genuinely think that the audience is so stupid that we're not going to remember the same shit happening in previous seasons with other cast members and y'all acting very differently to the very similar behavior that other people were displaying. I don't understand. Y'all think we stupid? <laughs> I mean, y'all they genuinely think we stupid. They probably think the people are, I'm telling you, they think that people forget what they did in the past and how that can, like, literally, you know, resonate with people with current situations. I mean, a lot of people for, uh, allowed to forget and they think that, that, oh, that happened 10 years ago, but guess what? If that happened 10 years ago, it doesn't mean that people are still doing it right now. And they still using the same techniques of like abuse and and uh, you know weaponizing uh, other people's traumas or or whatever. I I need I need people to understand that even though this is a reality TV show, there's a lot of their personality and the real traits on them. And it's one thing for sure is that Lisa Rena has shown in the past many years is that she's not afraid to go to the lowest to make sure that she keeps her paycheck to the point of like you know even even Yolanda said it like it's sad to see that people uh, don't know how low to go even like go run over dead bodies just to make sure to to have a good TV show you know when they were questioning her illness you know exactly so, for me it's like I just don't understand how like I lost my train of thought. I lost my point. But you said something that I had a very strong reaction to, but it, but it, but that, it'll come back to me. I just don't understand how they think, like, this ain't the 1980s. Like, once an episode airs, you, you like, never see it again until it's in, in syndication. The same, there are people discovering the shit that you did five years ago today. There are people seeing you throw that glass at Kim Richards for the first time as we're recording this right now. That's right. So I don't know why y'all think that you are getting away with shit or that you are manipulating the audience. Like, who do you think is stupid? Who do you think is stupid? <laughs> like, if I was the audience, and mind you, I I can say if I was the audience this because I haven't been watching the episode. I just happen to see clips because I have an Instagram where I where where I have to scroll through this shit. But if I was the audience who consistently watches this show and stands these bitches and gets on my social media platform and defends y'all and you sit here and present this shit like I'm stupid, I would be offended that you would be questioning my intelligence like this. I agree. Why are more fans not upset that these women are perpetuating such behavior that they sat here and condemned and and targeted us to run people off the show for it? Not me, because I'm always love Brandy Glanville. Period. Y'all wasn't turning me to shit. I, I knew y'all was some bullying ass, evil ass, mean girls ass bitches all the way back then. That's why it's justice for Brandy. Period. Period. Like I don't know. Like I don't get it. And it's like we said last time, every season Brenna has been on this show, she has gone after somebody in the most vicious of ways as she's gone after in the most recent times. The difference was, it was a different time 
we excused a lot of problematic shit back then. And two, most of y'all were under the gaze and the spell of Lisa Vanderpump. So y'all was so in y'all was so in love or in hate with her that y'all weren't even paying attention to the shit that Lisa Renner was doing. Mm-hmm. Go back That's and look true. at the shit. Kim's That's addiction. True. Dorit having people doing cocaine in the bathroom. Uh, Yolanda's Lyme disease. Throwing the glass at Kim Richards. Um, going after uh, Denise. Coming after Garcelle. Like, now coming after Sutton. Now coming after Kathy. Every single season it's somebody at least one person in the recent season she's been doubling up on bitches Mm -hmm. she went after Sutton and Garcelle because she went after Denise and Garcelle at the same time now she went after Sutton and Kathy in the same season like you on a mission to get these hoes up out of here I hope Andy calls her damn bluff and puts that bitch on pause I hope so too like uh, especially when I saw the the trailer and she said, "Oh, put me on pause." I don't know if the if the if the um is this only the same uh, questioning of how she acts on social media because you know editing editing is tricky and they might make you believe that is her answer to that question. But honestly, no matter what question was asked, and she said, "Put me on pause," so casually, he should have. I hope he said, "Okay, so you are going to be on pause." Because yep. you don't talk to your boss like that. Because if I, I want said, if to anyone see him said put that, her on pause during the reunion, I want it to be taped. I want him to look at her in her face and be like, "Oh, oh, okay." Say no more. That's right. And just move on to 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 the next question. Don't ask her another goddamn thing the rest of the reunion. That's right. Move on from Rena. She's on pause. I would have put her ass on pause the moment she she said that and not said another goddamn thing to her the rest of the reunion. As the whole... Try me. See, this is why Andy needs to go and sit his ass down somewhere. Because listen, let me have been the host of that reunion. Oh, you want to be put on pause? <laughs> Leave a message. Next question. <laughs> next <Love> question. <laughs> Roll the next package. It, it is it is it's tiresome because it it gave her the idea that she is um, irreplaceable and needed for the show to survive, which is not true. Nobody exactly. is irreplaceable. Nobody is needed. Uh, they can find so many amazingly crazy, uh, funny housewife out there to um, to take on that job, you know mm-hmm. and do it better and do it way better than she does because she's sloppy she doesn't she, she's just she is a really bad soap opera actress and she has no acting career going on so she needs her and Cal both are just sloppy as hell this season yeah she, and she needs this paycheck because nothing else is coming in nobody's buying that lipstick thing nobody is buying whatever speaking of the rental lip kids we put out an internet-wide search we asked y'all to tag us on our social media with rental lip kids did you get a tag no not even not even a hello (laughs) not even one i didn't get a i didn't get a like i didn't get a follow i didn't get a tweet i didn't get a dm not on one social media platform nobody 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 
Nobody's buying Money. that stuff. Nobody. I even I even put a a um a tweet uh that was before we had the conversation, but I put a tweet. I want to know who is using this uh lipstick. And I mean, usually my followers are very responsive, and nobody uh actually showed receipt. Uh, people were asking the same thing, like, "Yeah, who's using?" I want to know. No one actually said I bought it. Crazy. Nobody. So if the fandom is not buying it, nobody is buying it. Exactly. So she may want to keep calm because her little Bethany clause may be the nail in her damn coffin because Rena Lipskitz ain't bringing in Bravo no motherfucking money. So while she talking all this shit and try to threaten Bravo and try to call Bravo, she tried to punk Andy and punk Bravo at that damn reunion. And then on top of that, Rena Lipskitz ain't bringing in no motherfucking money. Put her ass on pause then. Put her ass on pause. <laughs> Put her ass on pause. Hell, Dorinda turned it her last season. She was a drunk-ass mess turning it, but her ass turned it her last season, and she was still put on pause. Dorinda turned it as a drunk-ass mess all this season. Put her ass on pause. Put her arrogant ass on pause. Because you know what? I think that if Rena goes, I can stomach Erica being there. Yes. Dorinda will be just fine. Because she gonna float whichever the way the wind blows, and she gonna give us fashion, and she gonna give us. Dorita's just grown on me, so like she can stay or go. I really don't care, but I'm gonna love her regardless, even if she don't. <laughs> even if Dorita stays and don't do a goddamn thing, I'm still gonna love her just because of the outfit she got on. Yeah, she, Sorry. she, Y'all she can could hate be for it all you want. She, right, she the effort to fashion, and I appreciate fashion. So like you said, like even if she. Even she stays like I don't really care for for Dree. Uh, one thing that I agree right now is that Rena, if she's gone, Erica Jane might be a little more um, likable, perhaps. Mm-hmm. I feel like their friendship is just so toxic, and yeah. it's calculated. So um, if she's removed from the show, I mean Erica will have to find a new person to hang out with, and maybe she will find somebody with. Um, a little more, um, I would say, moral, perhaps, or yes. more understanding of things, and she might kind of, you know, see the world through a different glass, perhaps. Yeah, I can even see a friendship between Sun and Erica, like being more interesting than Lisa Renes and Erica, because even I just see a friendship between Erica and all the women without it, Rena present. I agree. I agree. It's like, and I said this before on Twitter too. I was like, if Diana Jenkins came on the show, you know, without all the drama that was fed by Rena, like, you know, she was her, you know, she brought it on the show, but she mm-hmm. brought it on the show with uh, the intention of her going after Sutton to take her down for yeah. absolutely no reason because Diana Jenkins and Sutton were not in any tr- drama or anything involved but as soon as Diana Jenkins came on this show the first thing that she did was going after Sutton for no reason obviously the- clumsy with her words she's just clumsy with her words and my lips are chat. that's right and oh. who, who fed her all this drama Rena Rena so uh, we could have 
a better Diana Jenkins if she was on the show without that agenda. If she came on the show to get to know the other girls and make her own decision. But she came on the show with an agenda fed by Rena and it failed. And she dropped Ooh, the ball. Bitch, you cooking. And that's why she's not, uh, most likely not coming back. Like, she's gone. She didn't, she went on, she was on the um, trailer for literally one millisecond, just for one little screen of uh, her reaction. You know? I blinked on so, purpose so uh, I could miss her. Yeah, exactly. They just show her to, to make sure that you don't forget that she was there, basically. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, she, she, she missed the mark. She had, the potential she had the money she had the the cookie uh, reactions to like you know like all of my diamonds and what and you know some people are saying that she's too flashy well that's what we watch housewife for i want to see the diamonds i want to see the the expensive handbags and the beautiful homes and the expensive trips but when you come on a show with an agenda that it doesn't seem um objective or doesn't seem like like it makes sense you are going to fail because mm-hmm. it doesn't connect with the viewers and if you don't connect with the viewer you don't have a lasting career on housewife especially as a first timer like your first year i mean make it your job to get to know everybody and find yourself in the group instead she came in the group without connecting with anyone she didn't connect with anyone in the nobody show. And that's why I don't understand why these housewives be coming on. Like, my opinion, and listen, I've never been on a reality show that's made it to television, but I've shot a sizzle reel before, and I am housewives, human resources for a reason. Listen to Auntie real quick. If you are a first season housewife, if the, if you just, you shouldn't have any beef with no bitch on that show unless your ass genuinely gets into an argument with them in scene. Mm-hmm. You ain't got no goddamn reason to have any opinion on any pre-existing beef that was in a season you were not on. That is not your damn business unless somebody directly asks you for an opinion. That is not the time nor the place to pipe your ass up and clock in, okay? Mm-hmm. Take my advice. I could do a whole episode about housewives who got into problems that had nothing to do with them and fucked around and got their ass fired. <laughs> Listen to me carefully. I'm trying to secure your bag, okay? That's right. Listen. I could just as easily come and take it. <laughs> I love but, it. But I'm not that girl. Bravo ain't stupid enough to hire me. Let's be clear. Bravo <laughs> is not dumb enough to hire me. Mm-mm. They know better. I love it. It's true, though. Like, don't add a fool on the first season you got on just because uh, somebody else had issues with somebody else in the show. You know? It's your damn business. I don't care if that is your friend. That's right. I don't care if it is your friend. At the end of the day, you can have your friend back when she's venting to you about it and y'all one-on-one scenes. Talk all your shit as long as you're willing to, to say the shit to her face when it airs on TV. As long as you're willing to back it up, talk your shit. Talk your shit. That's, that's the only time that I can justify somebody not saying some shit in the scene to the person's face. Don't jump into somebody's argument 
just to talk shit to that person if it don't have nothing to do with you. But if you and your friend talking about it to the side and she venting to you and you just want to have your friends back, talk your shit then. When you get in your confessional, talk your shit then. But when you sitting in that scene and they arguing about some shit that ain't got nothing to do with you, shut your damn mouth, eat your plate, and observe. <laughs> That's right. Simple. Please and thank you. That's all we need from you is to sit there and observe and study Kyle's facial expressions and learn to do what she does. Because <laughs> I could literally sit and have an entire reunion episode of the camera pointed square at Kyle reacted to reacting to everything everybody else says. I could watch a full reunion of just Kyle reacting to the rest of the room. That's right. Her facial expressions are just that damn good. Now, I want to ask you about something very specific, going back to this publicist ass real quick. Did you see the post, I think I might have sent it to you, of his connections with multiple housewives and different people in reality TV, like we saw him on different shows. I can't remember exactly where the screenshots were back in the day, but he was connected to different people. I think he was connected to Kim Zosiak at one point, or like yeah. some other girls. I, I, I don't want to name names. How did you... Does that add another layer of side eye to his involvement with this whole situation? Because if you look at the clip of him reacting to the girls talking all this shit in the scene that is allegedly the um, scene that, that he took and reacted and did all that, they literally have audio of him talking. It looked like he was supposed to be there. Yes. It looks like he was supposed to be there. Like, even down to his facial reactions, this is what I'm talking about when I say study Kyle. Like, it's just the facial expressions. He was literally reacting as if he knew he was on camera. And I'm pretty sure that was intentionally because I'm pretty sure that the camera has a wide enough lens that if you want to zoom in and get that reaction, you, you, you can get that reaction as a background character from the position of his seat. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, how much of that is planned? I mean, he definitely knows how to how to work the game because he's a publicist for a reason. Yes, he he's not he's not just like randomly appearing in the background or anything. He knows exactly what he's doing. So uh, that's what I'm saying. We need to make sure that I mean, they're gonna try to say, oh, he was not involved in or whatever, but a publicist knows what they're doing when it comes down to their client and I will not be surprised that uh, Erica Jane and this guy planned that because they know that they want to fix Erica's public image somehow anyway how much you want to bet that the publicist is going to leak private DMs to save his own ass and his career because didn't Erica say in the scene that he's also Nikki's publicist was he referring to Nikki Hilton I mean, was she I, referring to Nikki Hilton? I mean, Nikki Hilton, yes, that's the person he, she's referring to. And oh, you I, think he gonna still have a job if it's no? And that and, he really. And trust me, if he really wanted to, like, you know, fuck around with the Hilton family, he might not have a job with a lot of people right now. <laughs> like, so if how he, long do you think it's gonna take for him to throw Erica clean under that bus with with Lindsay Lohan driving it? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I mean, th- this guy either gonna stick by Erica. And, I mean, Erica has no money to pay him anyway, so he better start like singing because uh, he gonna turn faster than Stu turned on Jin Shaw. Watch yep. what I tell you. That's right. Watch what I tell you. 
I'm telling you, because he got to make money after this season is over. She's still going to get a check. Yep. If he gets dropped by Nikki Hilton, that means his his credibility just got trashed on national television. People watch this show, and even if they don't watch this show, people they know watch this show, and they're going to tell them about it. If if somebody brings him, 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 him uh, uh, around now and saying that, oh, he works for me, he's my assistant, he's my publicist, this, that, and the third, people going to air his ass out. The only person that he going to be able to get a job with after this season is Sheree Whitfield. <laughs> or Drew Sedora. Yep. The only person who who, 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 who going to hire his ass after this is Drew Sedora. Watch what I tell you. Next season on, on Atlanta, his, his ass is going to be person number 16 on Drew Sedora's team. <laughs> I love publicist. Clock what I tell you. Mark my words, Chad. I ain't psychic, but I pay attention to the game. It's true. It's very I true. Didn't. Drew was the only one dumb enough to hire somebody that damn messy because she needed a storyline that bad that'll deflect away from Ralph ass and damn. Listen. <laughs> if them two don't buy an apartment in Tampa next season, I don't want to see shit else from Drew. Get 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 your ass off my show. Get your ass off my show. Y'all y'all wanna be messy? Y'all wanna be petty? Y'all wanna make light? Buy an apartment in Tampa. <laughs> Buy a house in Tampa. Close to the I'll okay. be entertained. <laughs> White Tampa. <laughs> and slapping. That's a very specific to... location. Because that's where Ralph ran off to for three days that's through right. her season on the show and still ain't told her ass why the hell she he was, was in doing, Tampa. Yes. Who he was in Tampa with, what he was doing. Why the hell he drove past six beaches to get to the beach in Tampa? Why you got to go to the Tampa beach? What's in Tampa that your ass, what's so, what's so warm about the sand in Tampa? <laughs> what's so cold Love about that. the ocean down to the Tampa? What's so salty about the water in Tampa that your ass got to carry your ass past all the states? You drove your ass to lower Florida from Atlanta, Georgia. To go to the beach. I know it, it was definitely uh, suspicious, and I'm still wondering, like, uh, what's happening down there? That <laughs> bitch, are you within Tampa? Did was the assistant that was trying to give you the massage? Does she live in Tampa? Does her mama live in Tampa? And you was taking her to visit her folks, and you was trying to use that as an excuse. Who the hell is in Tampa? And where's the assistant now? Did they talk about that on the third part of the reunion? Because I didn't watch. No, that, that no. She, I mean, she denied it uh, when, whenever that came to be. She said like, you know, that, that that's not true or whatever. So nothing, nothing happened beside that. I don't believe a goddamn word they say because at the end of the day, you can't lose twenty five pounds healthily in ten in fucking thirty days and then post on Instagram that you lost ten. How you forgot you lost fifteen pounds? Who forgot? Who forgets they lost weight? That's true. <laughs> I don't forgot a lot of shit in my life. Listen, I lose my keys every goddamn day. I lose my keys on a daily basis. I ain't never forgot how much weight I done lost. I'm sorry. I don't know what you, t- I don't know what that means. I don't know 
what type of I, I, I don't I, 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 I don't know what acting exercise that is. <laughs> but where I'm from, it's called a lie. So I'm gonna need you to just go ahead and pray on that. You call your pastor ass mama and tell her to come bless you about that. Because mm-hmm. God ain't gonna bless no mess, but your mama might be able to lay a blessing on you. But I'm gonna leave that alone because people gonna try to say that I'm talking about folks' mama. And I love your mama. But your house is a mess. Anyway, I just, I just, I just, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't. What are we supposed to do with this? What are we supposed to do with Real Housewives of Beverly Hills now? Well, Besides, give Kathy a diamond and pay her that two million dollars. Cause that's all I want to see is give her, give her the fucking money. Give her two million dollars. Give it to her. I just, I just hope the the Bravo pays attention of what people are saying and the majority of people are feeling right now is that Rena should be put on pause. Obviously, there's uh maybe those like five or six accounts out there who think otherwise. And I see you guys because you guys keep coming on my page and try to be shady, but I pay people dust because they're not paying my bills. So, oh, the box that Renna paid for to yeah. come to your page with the yeah. bullshit. Oh, okay. So I, I, I see them, but I don't care because, like I said, thank you for the publicity and and, 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 the, and the traffic into my Twitter account. But um, most people don't want her back. And... Uh, she needs a little apple pie, uh, humble pie situation where she's home with no job and be like, oh shit, maybe I should change and not be a freaking bitch because now I can't freaking pay for an exterminator to come clean my uh, rat infested kitchen, you know? That part. So uh, I, I really hope that Bravo uh, change the show enough to keep what is going but with new blood in it uh this i mean i don't care what people say they keep saying that you know that uh beverly hills is the highest rating one and whatever but there's going to be a point where those ratings are going to drop because there's much that you can do when this the same toxic people keep poisoning the franchise you need to you need to clean the 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 product you need to make sure that you remove the 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 you know the apple that has been poisoning the other apples because it's it's a bad apple. You know, listen. Even iOS gets a software update. Y'all want to talk about Apple versus Android? All y'all goddamn want to. Y'all still gotta update y'all phones every now and again. And to be perfectly honest, y'all can bring in a new friend next season. But as far as main housewives. They don't got to do nothing if they get with a Rena. Get rid of Rena. That's if they right. get rid of Rena, I think that the, that it would be a it would be a drastic enough change that the dynamic within this group of women would have to change because mm-hmm. Erica doesn't have an ally anymore. So she got to figure out how she gonna swim in this group of fish because Kyle has already shown she's willing to drop her motherfucking ass to go over there with Garcelle and then because she sees Garcelle is taking over this goddamn show. One Birkin at a time. And one, and that's right. Uh, especially because she knows that Garcelle, uh, she might not be on the four Fox 20 or whatever it's called, five, three, whatever. Uh, but she, she will always be direct. Like, look how she went to Garcelle. Garcelle didn't have to ask her about it. People exactly. Keep saying, people keep saying, oh, Garcelle is, is, is getting involved. No, 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 no. 
Kyle no. approached Garcelle to ask her her opinion. So that's how Kyle appreciates Garcelle's uh, realness because she knew that she she spoke to her, she would be like, you know what, this bitch is coming for you and your family. She she knew that she was gonna be real with her, and that is true. The fact that Rena is supposed to be Kyle Richards' friend and like her bestie or whatever, but is willing to destroy her French for her uh, sisterhood with Kathy and destroy her whole entire family in the process. It just seems to me very, very shady and disgusting. So um, I, I hope that I know Kathy and Kyle are not in the best terms at the moment, but I really hope that Kyle realizes that Rena goes to any extent to destroy her family. She has done it in the past. She did it with Kim and she allowed it because Kim, Kyle Richards allowed Lisa Rena to stomp on her sister and make a foolery of her recovery and, and and now she's doing the same thing with Kathy and all I can think of is jealousy she's jealous of I don't know why or for what but at least with Kathy I think she's jealous of her last name and her power of Hollywood with Kim I... Richards I'm not really sure but I feel like with Kim Richards she was jealous of the fact that she was more liked from the beginning she was uh, appreciated by the fans And she was always being remembered like a true actress. Lisa Rena does not have the actress credibility or credential to say, I'm a Hollywood star. Mm-hmm. Kim Richard does. 750,000%. And you know what? I have been waiting for this moment with Kyle and Garcelle since they sat down and had that conversation on the first episode of Garcelle's second season when she sat there and explained to her why her saying that I didn't pay that bill was problematic as fuck. Yeah. I've been waiting for them to have this dynamic and this exchange because if you realize that's the same season that Garcelle set that bug off in, in everybody's ear that no, you don't trust Rena. She can't keep getting away with running people off the show, taking down people, targeting people, and this shit continues to be okay. Garcelle is the catalyst for people starting to finally wake up and see that, oh, this shit ain't cool. Because it it aligns perfectly with Lisa Vanderpump leaving the, the show, so the blinders were taken off. And Garcelle came in and was the person who was willing to call her ass out and be like, ah, 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 ah. This shit ain't cool, bitch. Mm-hmm. Notice, ever since Garcelle came on the show, people have been looking at Rena differently. That's I've right. I've been waiting for this moment for Garcelle to put Kyle up on game on Lisa Rena because she kept her foot on Lisa Rena's neck about Denise for an entire season. And y'all say, why she keep bringing her up? She not on the show. She not on the show. She not on the show. She was reminding y'all who this bitch is. So now this season, when she reminds Kyle who this bitch is. Y'all don't act like, oh, she's doing it, she's faking it, she's dragging it, she, she's dragging it. She been doing it. She she's did this been. years ago. She did yep. it to Rena's face for I a agree. whole season. I agree. I've been waiting for them to have this conversation and I'm glad Kyle finally went to her because like I said, if Rena leaves, the entire dynamic changes. And I can see 
a successful friendship with Erica and Garcelle, Erica and Kyle, Erica and Dorit, Erica and Crystal even. Even Erica and Sutton, I can see being cordial and being like a frenemies type of situation where they never are actually besties and they'll probably throw digs at each other back and forth kind of like how Dorit and Erica were after Pantygate but I feel like it would never get any closer than that I feel like that would be Erica and Sutton I feel like Erica could exist in this group without Renna to some degree I feel like the only person she would have a somewhat sticky friendship with is Sutton and Crystal but the dynamic would have to change because even Kyle now has to go through that same thing of how does she interact with Crystal now that Erica's gone? How does she interact with Garcelle? How does she interact with Erica? How does she interact with everybody else now that that person is gone who was moving a lot of the chess pieces and was setting and Renas drew a lot of lines in the sand when it came to the Fox Sports 5 and the other girls. That line that was drawn in the sand was drawn by Renna and her actions. Mm-hmm. Because they were defending a lot of the shit that Renna and Erica were doing. I agree. Without Renna on the show, there wouldn't be a need to need to necessarily draw that line because I don't think Erica is bold enough to go as far as she's as far as she's going on this show without having Renna there to back her ass up. Definitely. For that's that's a hundred percent true. And also, she she will need to uh, find an, somebody to like you know be friend with. You cannot just like be like on the corner by yourself. So she, and, and Erica is smart enough to know how to play the reality TV game too. She's just really bad at uh, you know doing it with legal terms and legal situation. But at least she she knows that she has to like you know mingle with everybody and and hang out with people that she might not want to hang out with, but it's not going to look like she is going to go as low as Lisa Rena does when it comes down to being a friend with a person because Lisa Rena goes to the lowest to the lo- of the lowest, you know? And what's going to make it hard for Erica if Rena does leave, the reason why she was so comfortable being bitchy to these women, playing with Sutton and pretending to be friends with her and then saying to her face that that it was all fake and she doesn't give a fuck about her is because she had such a strong ally in Lisa Renna. She knew that as long as she had Renna in her back pocket, they would, one, both secure their spot on the show. Two, she would always have a storyline. And three, she would always have someone of force to have her back. Mm-hmm. Once again, if that gets stripped away, then what? I mean, it's, it, it, it is time for Bravo to, to you know, shake up the, the cast enough to uh, make the show feel fresh. Like you said, like, it doesn't have to be a complete shake-up where everybody gets fired and new people get, like, brought in. No, even just with Rena leaving the show, maybe bringing a new housewife and also bringing an, uh, an, an OG or, like, an old housewife back, like Denise or Camille or any of the girls who are not afraid to get messy without being completely evil and disgusting. Like people who understand that this is a, t- a reality TV show, that yet they're showing their lives, but they also don't go low to purposely destroy the other people's lives. You know, you can, you can be petty without being completely evil. Honestly, I don't want to see a new person come in. Not right away. 
because I want to see this exist this existing friend group fix their shit amongst each other without somebody new piping in. You know what I want to see happen? I want to see Rena leave, Kathy get a diamond, and bring back Camille or Teddy. But I would rather have Camille than Teddy. Yeah, bring please. back Camille because Camille is already engaged with these women and talking her shit on social media about the um, shit that's going on. She can slip right back in be- because we already know who she is. The women on the show already know who she is. So she can slip in and come in and talk her shit because we've seen her talking her shit on Twitter this whole time. She can come in and do it right on camera and fit right back in. And now that Kathy has stepped up and clocked all the way the fuck in, give her her $2 million and place her ass right with the center diamond. Let's get it cracking. Because I want to see this existing friend group fix their shit before we we bring in anybody new. I don't want to see nobody new in this dynamic right now. Yeah, and also, like you said, like at least Camille has a friendship or, like, she knows all the girls from, you know, previous years. Like, you know, Dori, she has a connection to all of them. Even with Sutton now, they would, they, would, they photographed, you know, at this um, concert together. Uh, Camille has been, you know, you know, uh, supporting Garcelle and Sutton on, on Instagram and on Twitter. So right. she already is... Uh, somehow involved in situations so it will not feel like somebody who's just learning about the drama it's somebody who already knows the drama and he has a real connection with the people involved in the drama not just some random person like Diana who just came in with absolutely no reason to be involved in that particular drama with Sutton I'll say this Camille coming back at this point makes just as much sense as Garcelle filming for Vanderpump Rules yes say what you want Say what you want, just because because they're gonna try to say just because Camille has been on this show before, just because Camille knows the women doesn't mean that she needs to come back. Well, guess what? Just because Garcelle's son works for Lisa Vanderpump don't mean that she need to have her ass down to the Vanderpump Rules filming. No, nobody said anything about that. In fact, y'all live for it, and I live for it too because I feel like there's a whole conspiracy happening where she's going to try to take over the entire network and I want Lisa Vanderpump's return to be ushered in with Garcelle and with Kathy Hilton. That's right. That's how I want Lisa Vanderpump to, to, to come back into the mix. If we have to see a reconciliation between Kyle and LVP, I want it to be facilitated by Garcelle and Kathy. Because I want to see Garcelle and Kathy's relationship get get closer next season. Because the little the moments that we did see with Kathy this season, a lot of them were with Garcelle, and a lot of them were her parlaying her comments to Garcelle on everything else that's happening. The conversation she had with her during the homeless, not toothless moment was some of the best television on the entire show. So I feel like she needs to, like, I I feel like that relationship needs to develop and grow a little bit more. And I feel like now that she's filming with with Lisa Vanderpump, I'm sure Lisa Vanderpump knows Kathy Hilton, if nothing else, through Kyle. I want them to, to facilitate that reconciliation because Kathy is the one that brings up LVP at the reunion. And, and and Lisa, our friend for many many years, uh, she uh, 
I remember when uh, I think it was TMZ or one of those paparazzi shows. Uh, they were mm-hmm. you and Kathy Hilton and uh, Kyle and Kim. They were ha- they were having like a dinner or something last year before this drama happened. And mm-hmm. uh, some somebody asked her about LVP, and she even said like I really like her. Like and Kyle gave her this kind of look, kind of like trying to make her feel like okay, you you can say that because you know that I'm have issues with her. So right. I mean there is uh, a reason why she brought up LVP. She just didn't mention that name like out of thin air. She knows that she. Um, uh, that she knows her so I'm pretty sure that there has to be some kind of conversation or connection between her and LVP for her to bring up that particular situation you know exactly like and with Kathy Hilton it's easy to believe that like it's like we don't have to say to her oh well you weren't there why do you have an opinion on this one because she what Kathy probably knows is probably more extensive and more juicy than anything we saw on camera because her and Lisa Vanderpump are actually real friends. That's right. So the shit that she confided in her and told her off camera is probably the um, shit that we all need to hear and probably the shit that um, that Brenna doesn't want out, if you will. I agree. <laughs> It's it's crazy. It's crazy. It took all these years for somebody to mention it and, and open that Pandora's box. Like it's been like what three seasons already since LBP left, and we still have no uh, uh, resolution of the even the Poppy Gate. It just happened so many years, and still it's brought up every time that it happened. Something happened because it's so connected to the fact that that created the Four Folks Five. And, exactly. Uh, it it definitely changed it. It changed the way that the show was running, and and not in a good way. The moment that Four Fox Five were created, it just destroyed the show because anyone that came after has been put into this position that if they don't join them against a particular target, they become the target. Look what happened to Garcelle, to Denise, to Kathy Hilton now. All these people came yep. after the creation of the four, four, five, and they all have been treated so poorly, especially by Lisa Renner. Especially. And at this point, I feel like the, the catalyst to all of the treatment that has happened with these people over these past few seasons has been orchestrated strictly by Lisa Renner. And the funniest part is the person who brought those people to the show was was Lisa, Lisa Renner. That's why I was like, Diana, I don't understand how you agreed to come on this show as Lisa Renner's friend when and, all the people she done brought on this show, she done took down eventually. And, and look how what she did. Lisa Renner used her for her takedown towards Sutton, which didn't work out. So mm-hmm. she dropped her like a toy. Like, she said, I don't want to play with you anymore because you, I mean, you didn't what I was expecting, you know, for you to do, you know? And that's why she's not coming back. I mean, that's the reality. Uh, Lisa Renner used these people. Uh, Sutton came on the show. She, she was like talking about how rich she was. You know, rich, was, honey. She's got right. real and, money. Honey. And what, and what Renner did right after she decided not to be friends with her, she, criticize Sutton about the money that she has. I'm like, no. Like, that's not how it works. That's not how it is. That's not how this works. 
Right. You know, look what happened with Garcelle. She she brought up Garcelle to the show and Denise. Both of them have better and longer and more iconic acting career. So everything that Lisa Rinna does seems to be coming from a place of jealousy, even with her own friends. All comes down to jealousy and how she wishes she was that person. She wished she was Denise Richards. Her acting exactly. career is long and iconic. Denise Richards has movies that are part of uh, iconic pop culture moments like uh, Double uh, Zero Seven. Uh, John, she was a, a Bond girl. Like, let's not right. forget that part. She was in so many iconic movies, you know, and Rena has nothing. Rena has their her life, and and she was even dropped by that uh, that too. Uh, Beside that, she only has uh, uh, Beverly Hills uh, as her only credential and the only place she actually got a job. Everybody knows. Everybody knows that before Housewives, nobody was giving her a goddamn job. She was still justice on QBC. Nobody. Nobody. That's why she got on the show because she nobody was giving her a job. She doesn't have an acting career since days of our lives. Like, come on, like, let's be real here. Sometimes we need to be realistic and objective. When people come for Garcelle, it really pisses me off for one reason and one reason only. Besides that I love her, obviously. It's the fact that we have to be objective. When you compare Garcelle's resume versus Lisa Rena, Garcelle's resume is way more successful and longer than Lisa Rena. Let's not forget that part. Lisa 750,000%. You know, Lisa was just a loud mouth in every single TV show out there that she got, she she had the opportunity to get on. She started to do reality TV show because she didn't have anything else happening in her life. The Apprentice was the opportunity for her to go back on TV outside of the day of her life. And what, and what she did on that show, she harassed the two black women on the show. So let's not forget that part either. Exactly. Know? Shout out to Star Jones. Exactly. So no, and people keep saying, oh, Star Jones was not a nice person. That doesn't give a free pass to somebody to be racist. Exactly. Period. Doesn't change, it, it doesn't change the motherfucking subject. She could have been a bitch the entire goddamn motherfucking time. That doesn't change that the fact that what that bitch did was racist. And then you had your own little funky ass reality show, Harry Loves Lisa. How many seasons did that last? One. Y'all want to talk about Denise Richards had a reality show before that didn't last. Well, 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 guess what? It's complicated with, 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 with Denise Richards had two seasons. So, that's right. Squirrel on that. (laughs) It was longer than one, that's for sure. And way more entertaining. It was way more entertaining. Because I watched the show and I still watch sometimes. You can find the, the, the clips online and whatever. I mean, exactly. all, all reality TV shows, you can still find them. And like you said, it opened the door to to them to transition into reality TV. Uh, I mean, and even even that, like like I always say, like you can't you can't go by what Lisa Rena says because Lisa Rena has tried to to allude that the Garcelle and Denise careers are not that great or whatever. You know, they, they she tries to mock the fact that she has been working on, on, on Beverly Hills and the other and, and Denise left and whatever. But guess what? Denise has been working even before she was on, on uh, Beverly Hills. She was still working as an actress and she's still working now. What Rena has going on besides uh, unsold, left, 
bomb or whatever in that rap piss, uh, what's it called, wine or whatever you want to call it. Like, mm-hmm. no. I mean, we need to be objective sometimes. Like, yeah, you can like somebody. These people who like Lisa Rinna, I don't get it. Because they seem to say that they like Lisa Rinna because she's calling out um, Kathy's alleged homophobia or whatever, or a slur in Aspen when the, her, her faith has been racist and homophobic her whole entire life. Like, no, stop being so hypocritical. We can call out whatever you want to call out. Like I said before, when we started talking. If Kathy said something really inappropriate and problematic, bring it to the light because I will be judging her too. But at the moment, I'm not going to say that because I'm not going to just take the word of a person who has said way worse on camera right? with a smile on her face. With a smile on her fucking face. I just... I, do you have any suggestions of people who they should bring on the show? Like... Who do you think they should bring back? Who do you think they they should bring on brand new? Like, what do you think should should, should happen? Because I'm hard sold on promoting Kathy and giving Camille a friend of. I I would like Camille to come back. I love Camille. Uh, she is rich and she's not afraid to get in the mess. She worked for her paycheck, even though she does not need it. Because let's be honest, people keep saying, "Oh, she does, she she needs her paycheck." Guess what? She worked way more than half of that cast. That so she does not need the paycheck. She just like the attention and she loved the mess. So I appreciate her because she worked hard to make sure that the show is moving. That's that's the whole thing. Um, Camille, I want Denise to come back because I feel like this time around she's gonna give us so much more because she knows how this ladies play the game. When she came on the show, she was expecting this lady to treat her with respect or what she asked for, and she did not. When she asked them to not talk about her court days and 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 uh, Charlie Sheen and uh, her you know, a custody battle that was spoken with production before the show started and everybody agreed to it. And Kyle still was trying to get her to, to talk about it. And she got pissed. That's why she left. Right. But I feel like at this time around, she knows how these ladies play the game. She knows who she can trust and who she cannot trust. And it's going to be a uh, stronger Denise. And Denise is not... Uh, uh, it's just not this weak person that people think she is. She is very strong in how she handled herself because absolutely she gave us so many great moments, even when she it was pissed and wanted to leave the show. Mm-hmm. The whole bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. That's the only thing people remember. But the whole entire conversation that led to it, the way she called out Kyle, and the way she looked into the camera and said, "We're not doing this right now." That's what makes her strong. And people can say, yes. oh, she, she ran away. No, she didn't just run away. Everybody has done it on the show. They, they step away from, from, that, from that dinner and walk away. But they, people pointed out at her because she was doing it to defend her family. And not talk about the situation that was already agreed by production and the cast member not to talk about it on camera because it was a very delicate situation. You know, custody battles are not so like, easy then. She was trying to protect her children. So the fact that these people did not understand that, that's why she left. But I'm 100% sure that she comes back. She has Sun on her side. She has Garcelle on her side. She has Kathy Hilton on her side. 
So it's going to be a strong, strong cast if she comes back. Um, that would be the two people that I see. I, You know that I'm, I'm an LBP fan. That's my favorite housewife, especially mm-hmm. on my Broadway Hills. But I highly doubt that she's going to come back. I mean, that's my my wishful thinking, which is she will come back. But I've been realistic. I feel like she she uh, she's in a different place in her life. She's a grandma. She's enjoying her life. And I will doubt that she wants to bring that bad energy that the reality world brings into her new life. She's happy producing Vanderpump Rules. She's happy dealing with her business. She makes money. She doesn't care about this show. So why would she, why would she do it? But if she comes in, maybe as a guest, once in a while, to support Garcelle, and uh, hopefully to make, you know, Kyle feel a little uncomfortable, and finally maybe have the reconciliation that we've all been waiting for, for for years. Because, like, yeah, let's be honest, like, I don't, I'm not a Kyle fan, I don't care for Kyle much, but I do believe that uh, Kyle and, and LBP had a friendship that in every friendship have you know we all have fights with really good friends and we stop talking to our friends for years but we get to a point where we kind of like say like okay we were fighting for dumb shit let's move on from that and let's make peace i think as fans we kind of like that to happen on screen but if it doesn't happen whatever uh, i i just highly doubt this is gonna come back um i and as a new cast member i know that she will say no if she get cast but I would love Jennifer Tilly to be Sutton's friend on the show because I adore uh. Jennifer T- Tilly and her personality is perfect for reality TV so that would be my choice maybe like a friend though for Sutton if Jennifer Tilly joins this show as a friend of even if we get her in her off time filming Chucky I'll be happy and motherfucking punch to have her I want Jennifer Tilly on that motherfucking show so bad her dynamic with Sutton they are like you can tell they're actually best friends like I want to see Sutton Jennifer Tilly Garcelle I want to see I I, want to see it I want to see it and listen how important is actually seeing the reconciliation for you? Because for me, I, listen, as much as I know that it's important to see the reconciliation between Gar- um, uh, between Kyle and Lisa Vanderpump, if she were to ever come back, I just don't, like, I'm going to be over how much it's over-dramatized before she even sits down to the damn dinner. <laughs> like I'm gonna be like, girl, it's already given too much. The fact that y'all are having this conversation on camera is is already given too much. Even though it makes perfect sense, it's gonna be so overhyped and so over dramatized. I'ma just not want any piece of it. Yeah, like I said, like I, I that would be like the only reason why LVP will I will I will think she will come back to like somehow have like a a closure to that whole situation and leave it in the past, but there's no reason for that to even happen at this point. Um, and I guess, and I also hope that if LVP comes back to the show because she just she she just bored with her life, perhaps, which you know, like she just want to do something fun and whatever. But yeah. I know she's ha- I know she's happy with her family and you know her uh, grandson and and being there and enjoying the you know that experience of being a grandma. 
So I highly doubt that she is like interested on sitting down with these ladies and just be messy because she has better things to do, she has better places to be, and she has money to make. I wouldn't be surprised if she wasn't interested in coming back, to be honest. Vanderpump Rules is coming back. I don't know if any of her other shows anywhere are coming back at all. But I feel like Vanderpump Rules is a big enough juggernaut for her that she don't necessarily even need another show. And I don't feel, I feel like she'll be just fine, to be yeah, perfectly I mean, honest. She got enough genuine money that she don't need to whore herself out for some damn TV just, just to make a little coin. I feel like her businesses are successful enough. I feel like her little Vanderpump Rules show is successful enough. I, I just want her to just be successful over there. I don't hate her, but I just don't want the extra drama of Elisa Kyle whole season. Will they or won't they be friends? All that extra. I just don't want to see that. I'm over that already. <laughs> I love it. God bless them. So... Do you think that this is going to be a four-part reunion? I hope not. <laughs> oh, God, I hope it's not either. Like I said about Atlanta, this that could have been a 90-minute special. It could have been one part, 90 minutes, wrap that shit right on up. Y'all drug that out for three parts for no damn reason. And With I, Beverly Hills, I don't... Listen, I can see why they would do three parts, but I hope they don't. I hope they give us two parts and call it a damn day. Same. Because I don't need it. I don't need all this extra ass drama. We already know y'all gonna leave and y'all ain't friends. We already know y'all ain't gonna take no 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 damn cast photo. We already know that it's gonna end worse than it started. So just get to the shit. Split the fan group up and shake the damn cast up already. Hell. That's right. Rip the band-aid off. Just like Garcelle with this fucking Birkin. Put me out of my misery. <laughs> Garcelle gave me so much can we talk about this Bubbles and Birkins party real quick before I let it, before I let you go because I know that you have a party to get to yes <laughs> I mean um, I, I, I mean just give me the two B's Birkins and Bubbles that's all I want in life that's all I need uh, I need that Birkin and that bubble in my hands I mean Birkins are investment in uh, and Bubbles is my favorite drink. That's my drink of choice. So I was living for this whole uh, Birkin party and champagne because um, there's nothing more like, nothing that, 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 that reads like exclusive and rich and wealthy than having uh, vintage um, uh, Birkins in your home curated by somebody who does that, like cu- curate a Birkin and sell them and, and they were beautiful and you saw those prices and I'm like I want them yes <laughs> yes like even the Birkins they walked in with Kyle almost tackled Sutton for a $24,000 Birkin when she walked in with a $60,000 Birkin right get into it but what I will say about this scene this is the best scene of Real Housewives of, of, of Beverly Hills I've seen in a long time yes especially because it was fun like, it was fun. The way Kyle floated in like a motherfucking bee. It was so fun the way she floated in and then she ran over. Get your fucking ass off of that Birkin! 
Yes. That shit was so hilarious. Even down to the guy who brought the Birkin, the um, sales rep for a Birkin, getting in between them like, haha, this is funny, but bitch, if you rep this fucking Birkin, you pay for it. <laughs> your ass is paying twenty four thousand dollars a day. Now, this mind you, funny. <laughs> just for being funny, and you know what, Kyle is willing to do it just so she can get the bag. Yeah. Kyle will probably pop a goddamn strap on the Birkin just so she can get it, and she'll go and get it repaired tomorrow. And honestly, another thing that made it fun, uh, at least until the, the, the point where Lisa Renault had to open her mouth, is because Lisa Renault was not the center of the scene. It was yes. the fun between, you know, Kyle and uh, Sutton and Crystal and Garcelle. Even even Sutton's assistant got into the fun and the mess with Patrick. Yes. So all those moments made that scene so fun to watch. And why? It felt so good. It was because that was exactly why we first started watching Beverly Hills. That was what Beverly Hills used to be about: exclusive, overly like opulent parties, wealth, rich and bitches having a good ass time. Good ass time, and that's all I needed. To, that's all I need on my screen until it just became this toxic thing. Like I know there used to be really heavy conversation because, um, because definitely. Uh, you know, we had Taylor's husband situation and Taylor's, uh, you know, home, you know, uh, the whole domestic violence and, and and all the stuff. Those topics, heavy topics were part of the show. Yeah. But it was not the only thing that we watched during those seasons. Like, we had exactly. those heavy, com- we, we saw those heavy conversations, like, happening on our screen, but also we saw so much fun going on. I feel like the last few seasons, they have been so heavy. And uh, and all the the real wealth and and and, and fun that used to be on on Beverly Hills was like forgotten. So I agree. Uh, watching that at the part of the episode was definitely refreshing, and I want more of that. It was a return to form for me. I was like, this is why I watch Housewives. This was such a good part, and this was the this was like the ultimate Real Housewives of Beverly Hills scene bubbles and Birkins, women fighting over bags that cost more than people's cars and down payments on homes. Like, just fun, interesting conversation. Like, drama. We even had the had the waiter fl- or the butler flirting with the assistant. Everything. This scene was so fun. It was just a little bit of drama and a lot of bit of fun. And you know what to your point about being able to dive into the heavy topics and still being able to round it out with the good stuff i feel like the perfect bookend to your point to that is the way that they touched on dorit's home invasion but then kind of left it right there where it was and kept on going with the season that book ended with this bubbles and birkins party Yes. was the perfect bookend for this season to me. That was the that was the rose and the thorn of the season for me, if, if you will. Yes, I agree. Uh, and this was definitely a great uh, season finale for sure, especially for Beverly Hills that has been having uh, very weak performances as like yeah. as a as a franchise. To be, I mean, I love Beverly Hills. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that that's like my uh, cup of tea. Um, You're the king, baby. <laughs> that's right. They don't call me the king for no reason. They uh, don't call you the king for nothing. I listen. I didn't call you here. 
for no damn reason. <laughs> I know who to call when I want to talk Beverly Hills. I'm only calling you when I want to talk Beverly Hills. So if Beverly Hills is going to be talked about on the show and you have the free time, I will be bringing you on. Trust and believe me. And I'll be here to answer the call because you know that I love uh, gossiping about my girls. Okay. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I feel like the, like the past maybe like three seasons have been like... Um, very into like the whole dramatic that the season finales are always weak even though last season I loved loved that was the only part that I loved from last season that I was really into was when Crystal had the opportunity to do the Chinese New Year uh, party that was absolutely uh, beautiful and once party. again and once again it, it was a reminder of what Real Housewife Beverly Hills used to be it was just the fraction of that finale that it was amazing this time around the whole entire finale gave what it needed to give we got opulence we have Birkin and Bowles we have diamonds that cost five million dollars five million dollar ring luxury exactly dollar sunglasses who bitch I have a five million dollar necklace on did you know that's all I want to see on Beverly Hills and and I know people saying that oh they're rich and they keep flaunting on our on you know when the economy is not so great well guess what Beverly Hills premiered in 2008 uh, when the uh, the economical crisis was happening in the country and it helped people to forget that we were going through some hard times you know yeah. uh, so we we were living the aspirational uh, life through them so um I appreciate that. I love when they showcase their wealth. I don't care. It doesn't bother me at all. Good for them that they have all that money. That's why we are tuning in, uh, watching it, you know? I like it on Beverly Hills because I know they really got it. Exactly. And that's I know how they really got that money. I know because the reason why Kyle walking in and nearly tackling Sutton over a $24,000 Birkin bag is so funny to me. The reason why I literally laugh out loud is because she walked in carrying a $60,000 Birkin. I know, and what I, I that's I, why that shit is so fierce. And like I said, like, uh, I mean, it was in 2008. Let me let me correct myself. It was 2010. I, I, I'll never forget. It was October 14, 2010. And I have that date engraved in my brain. And you can fact check it online. <laughs> it premiered. I believe you should. Uh, it premiered on October 14, 2010, when the house, uh, the, the, all the, the economic issues were happening in our country, the housing was crashing, and it was a lot of stuff going on. And still, we love Beverly Hills for that reason, because it was opulence, it was wealth. Uh, and like you said, like they get it because that's that's the environment they live. They're not faking it. You know, uh, Beverly Hills is, is one of the wealthiest um zip codes in the country 90210 is literally the wealthiest uh zip codes in the country so um for 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 people nowadays say like oh they're you know they're showcasing too much wealth and oh crystal had that 100,000 birkin on the table like guess what that's why we watch the show like exactly that's why i tune in to watch it i don't care about the all the stuff around it i don't care about the drama i mean i say i care because i'm watching it but what really fulfilled me and it drove me into Beverly Hills was that opulence and wealth that they have. They're mm-hmm. not faking it. This is not rental homes. This is not somebody renting a home. This is well, Rena owning... is renting a suit now. Exactly. This is people owning their shit. People actually own this home. 
these twenty million dollar homes, ten million dollar homes, and all these Rolls Royces and 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 flying private jet. This is the life. This is real. This is not somebody pretending it for reality TV. And that happened a lot in the reality TV shows that we watch. Like a lot of the other franchises, people needed to like you know rent homes and stuff to showcase that they might have some money and stuff like that but these ladies don't have to do that because they do have it you know right. so uh give me more of that give me more of the bubbles give me more of the birkins give me more of the diamonds i want to see it bring more of that that's what i want to see i don't want to give see... me less of you attacking your fucking co-stars i know give me less of making on the show yeah i don't want to see more sun being treated like a punching bag because i'm gonna freaking scream like Same. poor poor son was being thrown left and right by everybody in that show and you can tell the son just really just wants to be friend with as many people as she can she she is that type of person you can see it she's not faking it she was she's been trying to fix this thing with erica for like the past two seasons she's been trying to have a friendship with kyle for since she got on the show and all these women what they do they, they use her just to make her look like a fool on tv and i'm so happy the son is getting it like we saw a different son this season that we saw her last season and the season that she was a friend of. She was a stronger son. She got on the show. She realized she was being the punching bag and she started to attack. And she was, you know what? She did a great job. If I, I laugh when people say like, "Oh, son doesn't deserve the first uh, chair, or whatever," or she was not involved. And like, guess what? If you watch the show. Uh, this season from episode one, Sun was the center of the conversation all the way onto Aspen. It changed because of the Kathy thing. But if the Kathy thing didn't happen, we will still be talking about Sun. Exactly. Exactly. Pay attention, children. That's right. Pay Listen, attention. Pay attention. You gotta. One thing that I know is like when I'm watching an episode and I'm live tweeting, it's like writing a diary. I remember dates time and episodes because i pay attention so people need to do the same thing if you are going to come and attack somebody you need to remember that you cannot be like hypocritical and just uh speak on one side of the situation a lot of people do that you know like they they forget what their faith did like uh many seasons ago and i'm specifically talking about the reign of uh of fandom which i have i I don't care i they i mean uh, I don't care that people don't like me or anything, but I'm gonna have an opinion and I'm gonna say it. I mean, right. you you can't defend one person' uh, behavior, you know, and excusing it just because you like them, you know. Like, and we've been talking about this, and I'm gonna say it for the third time. This Kathy Hilton said something problematic. I want to know because it's 2022, you know. We know better, you know. And Karen said she said something racist and homophobic. What the fuck she said. Don't sit here and be like, well, so-and-so said Exactly. Then don't tell me who said it. No, I want to know. What time they said it. Where they said it at. When they said it. I want to know verbatim. If you're going to sit here and tease me with it, go ahead and drop the shit. Yeah. Don't play with me. But, yeah, I'm I'm just excited that we are getting into a reunion that seems to be good based on the trailer once again i'm expecting it to be good because of the trailer but i'm not putting my hopes up too much because bravo has this really bad habit of hyping everything up and then just fall flat like i I hope that the good parts are not just the parts in the trailer and the rest are just fillers because the trailer delivered 
and I'm expecting the rest of the episodes actually deliver what we need to get. Like, I don't care about um, what color of shoes one person has. I don't care about any of that. I don't care what people are wearing anymore. I want to get to the dirty, to the, to the part where Kathy Hilton is calling out Rena, and I needed to speak also on Garcelle's son situation because that was disgusting, the way that Erica talked to her 14-year-old kid and the way that they allow uh, somebody in production, I'm not saying a cast member or production, who knows, to buy bought forms to attack a 14-year-old kid's Instagram. So yeah. I need that to be talked about and I need Garcelle to put her foot down and I know that she will because I saw a promo on Bravo and mm-hmm. she was going off. So I'm like, He's 13! <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I'm hoping to that, that this energy is also during the, the episode. I know that there's a lot that happened this season but my focus are mainly on the way that they treated Gar- Garcelle's son, uh, the whole Aspen gate, and the way that they all treated Sutton this season as well. Because I hope Sutton speak up and say, like, you know what, bitches, you guys treat me like shit, and I'm gonna tolerate it anymore. I want to see everything that you said you want to see, but there's one more thing that I have to see from this reunion now that the shit done aired, because it's gonna lead to my last question. And- then we can go. I want to see if they going to bring Erica's publicist on the show to explain these leaks to the press. Because if y'all going to sit here and bullshit us with that Anthony phone call in Atlanta, y'all bitches better bring Erica's publicist on this motherfucking show to explain how the hell these leaks got to the press. Yep. Why do you think and this is my last question, and then we're gonna go. Why do you think that Bravo edited that out of the American version and left it in the international version? Uh, I'm not 100% sure, but I believe that there is um, supposed to be uh, a lawsuit or like threatening to sue the production company coming from Erica Jane's um, uh, policies saying that it's defamation and it's like editing him into this stuff or to make it look like he's the one who did it and the international uh, channels did not get the new version on time that's why you kind of like uh, said it's, it's, it got leaked uh, so they removed it just to like uh, avoid showcasing the scene before any legal situation I I, I don't know if it's true or not mm-hmm. it sounds like it makes sense but at the same time like we spoke before it's very strange how a publicist who knows how marketing and uh, the media and and you know journalism works mm-hmm. that's part of their job uh, is playing this card because he was caught on camera with a hot right. mic talking to uh, to not only you know texting what it was being said but also speaking to Mike which is uh, you know Erica's bestie so mm-hmm. uh, I I still am surprised of why he wasn't shown but I'm hoping that um, that it is spoken at the reunion because this I mean this 
um, specific allegation, it's it will it will definitely tie everything together. You know, it will yeah. make it, it will make the whole aspect make sense. And there's a lot of people out there still trying to paint the whole aspect for for you know for what is not. And it needs to be said. I, I just hope that after the reunion, um, something comes out where you know we finally get the truth that it was just a family issue and there's nothing else. And it was just Rena, Rena trying to um, paint Kathy as something that she's not. Yeah, and I feel like that will. And I feel like the publicist coming on will be a key piece or at least a pivotal piece in helping Kathy and Kyle rectify their issues. Because from what I remember, it was said that the things that were put in the press were extreme fabrication, were were what she said to an extreme or an extreme version of what Kathy said or the stuff that was leaked that she said in the press was made up compared to what she actually said yeah so i feel like once that is explained and the leaks in the press that are saying she said these racist and homophobic things i feel like that will help bring them back do you get what i mean because then we can actually get to the root of what kathy actually said what she actually did and then it can allow some vulnerability now that we know she didn't say all these super problematic things it can allow some vulnerability from kathy for them to actually have that breakthrough get some peace put that shit to bed call lisa renna out for the motherfucking snake she is and and set things back the way they should be that's right i agree completely agree fingers crossed so <laughs> so when you coming back friend well you know that uh, we have a reunion coming up so just just ring just make just just ring up and I'll pick up so we speak about it because we know we're gonna have a long conversation about the reunion also I'm going to BravoCon so I will give you some of the tea that I get from BravoCon as well when is BravoCon <laughs> next weekend I'm, I'm going next weekend yeah I'm going to be there for uh, the whole three days my dog's howling now because I'm pretty sure uh, his sister went for a walk and let me just <laughs> let me just close the door because like I said before we are getting ready to leave soon but um, the, that's all fine mine is usually snoring on the floor of my car anyway so you can probably hear my dog Abby snoring in half of the episodes of my show it's all <laughs> no, good but, but, but yeah I I will definitely give you some tea. It's next week. I'll be there all three days. I'm excited to meet all the content creators. I'm also excited to meet the some of the Bravo Labs. You know that I'm definitely camping outside of the the theater uh, that is gonna be the the panel for Beverly Hills because I'm I have questions and I know that Rena is going to be there. So. Uh, I might get kicked out of this nice. but I'm asking the tough questions. So, Well, how about this? How about we do two episodes? One, just about the reunion, where we dive into all three parts of the reunion, and then we do a follow-up one that's all about your experience at BravoCon. Sounds great. Just, just uh, give me a call and I'll pick up. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, we will be speaking. You, you, we text all the time, so we'll be in. We'll be in the DMs. I'll be sliding in your DMs like I always do, and we'll work it out. 
martinis with Eddie. Thank you so much. Thank Friend. you for having me again. <laughs> it's so good talking to you again, girl. You do not ever disappoint, my friend. <laughs> I, you know, I always, I always want to share the tea because that's what friends are for. <laughs> yes. If I, if I'm gonna get my get my antisocial ass out here and make friends, then who better to make friends with than people in high places like you? So, <laughs> I appreciate you for being here. Thank you so much. Let everybody know. Remind them again where to follow you, where they can find you, so they can always keep up with you. So when you come back, they already know what to expect when you get here. Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, you can find me on Instagram, on TikTok, and on Twitter as Martini with Eddie. And I'll be sharing all things BravoCon. So if you're interested to be behind the scenes and see what's happening, I'm gonna also be hosting a couple of, like uh, spaces while I'm doing. While I'm doing BravoCon, so yes. you get you get all the tea uh, from the inside. I'm planning on getting so much content that is going to be like crazy. Like I'm bringing pictures, I'm bringing videos, I'm bringing audio. You're gonna get it all. So all the receipts, all the receipts, and all the tea and whatever I find interesting at BravoCon is gonna be documented. And I'm gonna be sharing all those platforms. So like I said before, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok as martini with eddie yes make sure y'all go and follow him because i cannot wait to have him back to talk about all the content that he's made all the tea that he's filled and all the things that he didn't tell y'all on his platform that that he saved exclusively for his sister me that's right Eddie, have fun at your party thank you so much for for being here again we will talk soon Get oh, drunk for yeah. me. Love <laughs> you. You know, I've been drinking. I've been drinking those bubbles. Uh, dreaming with my Birkin too. <laughs> Period. Period. Drink bubbles and Birkins for me. Love you. Bye. Send the family my love. We'll do. Bye bye. Bye love. What did I tell you? This guy is the king of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills for a reason. When I say I'm only going to call him to talk about these ladies in the 90210, I'm only calling Eddie. That conversation was incredible for me. There were so many points hit, so many points made, so many aha moments, perspectives that I didn't even think about. I... That was the conversation that I wanted to have to the 10th power and the 100th degree. I appreciate Eddie for coming on and spilling all about the publicist, about Kathy, Kyle, Renna, all the girls. And I hope that you guys got so much out of this episode that it's got you thinking about going on your own stories and coming up with your own conspiracy theories because you know what this cast has gotten to a point to where something has to change or something 
it's only like it's only gonna get worse from here is basically what I'm trying to say I don't see it getting any better with the cast that we have I only see it getting worse so something is gonna have to change after this reunion and based on what they're saying and showing about this reunion we're getting that change one way or another so Let's just hope that we enjoy it when once it all shakes out and once all the diamonds reach their prospective safety deposit boxes, okay? Listen, make sure you guys follow Eddie everywhere at Martinis with Eddie. Look it up. Um, I'll make sure to drop his Instagram in the um, description of the episode or his Twitter, rather. And make sure you guys follow the show, Real Reality Realness, on Instagram. Make sure you follow my new podcast, Housewives History with Megan Eady, on... Well, once it comes out, I'll be dropping it everywhere. But follow the page on Instagram right now at Housewives History with MC. And just get ready. We're recording our first episode. Well, our first official episode coming up soon. So make sure you guys follow that. If you listen to Friday's episode, The Backdoor Pilot, that is basically what you're going to be getting from our show. And we're so excited to bring to get bring you guys the nostalgia of The Real Housewives and make you guys remember why you're all obsessed with the show in the first place. Because we're going to be focusing on the good times and we're going to be leaving you guys to fight about them well fight about the bad ones anyway so once again i I appreciate every single one of y'all for being here make sure you guys go find us everywhere we are and make sure that you guys just always always be real stay in reality and always bring the realness i am sheree laveau this has been real reality realness and until next time Love you, bye. Peace.